Hi, John. How are you this week? Hi, Elliot. How's it going? It's going okay. So this week, I noticed that the uh, OCC put out their National Risk Committee put out their semi-annual risk perspectives, which they print put out obviously twice a year. This is the one that comes out in the spring, and it's based on data as of uh, year end 2020. Did you see that paper? I did. And it's interesting, as long as we've both been in this uh, area, um, they've been doing these. And even going back to my days at the ABA, I always thought it was important to read these reports. And I know it doesn't get the play that perhaps it should, not that they don't communicate it well and put it out on social media on their websites. But this really gives you a sense of not only what do they think the risks, risks are, which is the obvious uh point, but also what examiners at the OCC and possibly other agencies are looking at for um, sort of strategic direction. So I think that's important. And then if you couple that with this is, you know, COVID, I mean, this is a COVID risk perspective, right? Because it, uh, it, it is live up through or current up through December 31st. So definitely they're taking a look at all the different things that uh, have challenged the industry and the regulators in uh, 2020. Indeed. Um, and not surprisingly, they go at a whole bunch of things. I think you and I are going to focus away from the credit risk side, but they talk about credit risk and strategic risk, operational risk and compliance risk, and then deep dive into that. And while a lot of this is backward looking, uh, focusing on the recent past because the data is pretty current. Um, they have an important section toward the end, which is really uh, uh, looking at uh, evolving risk. And so that's a little more of the near and far horizon look. And I think that's really valuable because it's a reminder of not just trying to keep up with what's already happening, but keeping an eye on where some of the big risks uh, are evolving too. Right. I mean, I think um, they make some clear uh, and direct comments on uh, COVID-19 um, scams, you know, obviously that we've all been aware of and we've done programming on uh, everything from medical related frauds to uh, fake charities, th those sorts of things. So obviously that's uh, sort of front and center, but a couple of uh, sections that sort of drew my attention. One was, the ongoing focus that needs to occur on cybersecurity. And obviously we've seen the, the ransomware uh, attacks um, and, and some of the other things, but they also make a statement uh, sort of embedded in, in the report that jumped out at me because it's so practical. And they say this, they say banks should make appropriate risk-based adjustments to their BSA and OFAC compliance programs based on COVID-19 and keep examiners updated on potential issues and this is the key, including potential delays in meeting regulatory requirements. And that's sort of an age old issue, right? As we both know, having uh, advised uh, clients and members over time about the importance of don't surprise your examiners. If there's a change in product delivery, if there's a change in issues, the remote working maybe has caused some challenges in terms of compilation of documents. Let your uh, regulator slash examiner know the last thing you need is uh, to surprise them. Yes. Uh, another thing that I saw that caught, caught my eye was in the cybersecurity area, they, they were reminding folks that um, it's not just their own systems that they have to make sure have great integrity, but they really have to think about the supply chain uh, 
because uh, the reality is that very few organizations today c- control all of their own systems. They use third-party vendors, uh, whether it's for connectivity or certain types of data processing or storage. And understanding the cybersecurity strengths and weaknesses and evaluating that um, is something that is getting more important. Now, vendor risk management, which this fits into, certainly has been a rapidly evolving point of interest in the regulators and expectation. But um, I think particularly on the cybersecurity area, that's something that folks really have to figure out how to evaluate that risk and make smart decisions. Yeah. And, and to your point on uh, cybersecurity, right at the end, they list in, in their part five, the supervisory actions and they do what's important from my perspective. It's not enforcement actions. It's matters requiring attention. And the outstanding uh, MRA concerns, the, hot, the highlight or the, are the ones that had the most focus were operational risk. So 40% of the MRAs were on operational risk, but 23% were compliance risk. So I thought that that was uh, important. But I would imagine that most of the operational risk issues are, on, are in the cyberspace, as you mentioned. I would expect that's right. Um, uh, the other thing that uh, wasn't surprising is just the, uh, you know, the reminder, and again, hopefully it's just a reminder that even in the uh, BSA AML space that topologies are constantly changing and you really, uh, we all in the, in the community really need to be not just thinking about, have we seen this before, but are we seeing something new? And, uh, and that's, a, that's a, a critical challenge. We, I think the industry has actually done a very good job of recognizing, identifying, and sharing those topologies. But also, as you and I have talked many times, getting, getting specifics from the government, and that's not the purpose of this report, but, you know, because they see, they have the opportunity to see the industry across the broad uh, playing field. Right. And, and the last thing I've, I'd highlight, something we've talked about constantly, they said one thing to be aware of is that banks will face further challenges uh, with the rapid pace of regulatory change, specifically those that will be implemented by uh, the AML Act of 2020. So they're saying, watch this space. They expect more. We know some of those things we've already talked about. So I do think um, there is um, not more, not just potential. But there's definitely going to be changes through 2021 and beyond. So to your point, looking ahead, staying engaged, filing comment letters, being at the table, all become pretty important. Correct. So I just want to remind all of our listeners, uh, you can find us on Spotify uh, or wherever you get your um, your podcast. Uh, watch both for This Week in AML and other things under our AML Conversations umbrella. And John, I will talk with you next week. Take care. Stay safe. You too. Bye-bye.